1: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Pulido. Hello and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and overcome whatever obstacles stand in the way. And of course, we always have the award winning volunteer of Score, Lucy Polito, leading off things. How are you doing, Lucy?
0: I am uh, now doing well. Now that I can hear you guys and see you, I'm in terrific shape now.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries radio show. But of course, this show is all about SCORE, a great organization set up to help entrepreneurs going on 60 years now. They've been doing things helping entrepreneurs all over the country with mentorship programs, educational programs, documentation you name it. They got it for entrepreneurs at SCORE. And with great volunteers like Lucy all over the country, ladies and gentlemen, and having been in all walks of the business world, there is no business, there's no endeavor in the business world that somebody at SCORE hasn't been already there first. Am I wrong, Lucy? No, you're absolutely right. (laughs) It's because it is a great organization nationwide, and they got SCORE offices all over the country, and volunteers numbering well over 10,000. And uh, now with the Zoom and all this uh, advanced communications, even if somebody in the local office doesn't have the exact expertise you need, they'll find somebody in the country who does, and they can hook you up. And uh, the best thing is, as I said, they got offices all over the country, and the one located here in central Florida is centrally located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall in the National Entrepreneur Center, a great organization over there world-renowned, and uh, they, along with well over a dozen other organizations, are there to help entrepreneurs here in Central Florida succeed and uh, excel in whatever their business endeavor is. They're located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the west end there, just off of McGuire, the SCORE offices are open 10 to four Monday through Thursday, 10 to one on Friday. And if you call during uh, those office hours, you'll actually get a human being that'll speak to you. If you call during off hours, or if somebody happens to be away at the moment, uh, you'll get the answering machine and they'll call you back at the very next opportunity. And, uh, and if you want to miss, visit with a uh, SCORE mentor, uh, you can give them a call and they can set up the meeting for you right there on the phone. And the uh, best thing to know, to do, to know about what's going on at SCORE is to go to orlando.score.org. An excellent website there. Got a lot of great information that you can access, and including an archive of this radio show, archive of other educational programs that they've put on, and other events as well as documents that you can use for your business, all of that at orlando.score.org, as well as you can sign up for an excellent newsletter there, which will alert you as to the upcoming events at SCORE and everything that you need to know, uh, which is just around the corner. All right, so all you have to do is go to orlando.score.org, and all everything that I just mentioned, including educational programming that they have to offer at SCORE, is at the inflation-proof price Lucy, you got to say it again. How much is it again? You know, I bet you I'm going to go to hell for saying all these things every (laughs) week. It's
0: absolutely free.
1: It is absolutely (laughs) free. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, It is uh, because of great sponsors and uh, grants. And once again, by the way, if you'd like to be a sponsor or or donate some money to SCORE, you can go to Orlando.score.org and uh, find out how to do that. And if you're at that point in your career, uh, doesn't matter how old you are, but if you're at that point in your career and you would like to give back a little something by being a SCORE volunteer, you can go to orlando.score.org and see what it's all about and sign up there, and they'll begin. They'll contact you to to begin the process. So it's a great organization, great people, and all you have to do is ask for their help. As I said, all you have, as well as uh, the mentorship, they have the educational programming which, uh, you know, they have this workshop series of five programs on how to set up and start a business from scratch. And that's that's a must to see and do, even if you've already started a business. And then, of course, they have something called the Coffee with the Leader presentation. Twice a month, they have somebody uh, either at SCORE or more often, they have somebody they bring in from out of SCORE to speak about a particular issue involving businesses. So that brings us to our guest today because she was one of those uh, presenters, and her name is Zanabel Mello Orlando, and her business is called Higher Dreams, HireDreams.net. She is a multimedia and business development strategist. Zanabel, welcome to the What's the Score show.
2: Hello, what's going
1: on? What's the score? Well, that's what we want to find out from you. So uh, first of all, uh, we want to find out a little something about you. You know, the the way we start here is we want to find out a little bit about the guest before we get to the business that they're involved in. So uh, tell us, uh, like, where are you from? What did you study in school? Kind of the things that led you up to uh, what you're doing now.
2: Oh my goodness. It's a very interesting story, but I'm going to try it, to
1: be it, fast. It usually is. It usually is.
2: <laughs> yes. So I initially went to Boston College uh, for communications, multimedia. I actually wanted to do video production, television production.
1: Okay. Hold on a second. But, yep, um, you're, you're starting like 15, 18, 20 years too late. Where are you from? <laughs> we want to know where are you from? And, and oh, how did, how did my, you get to college in Boston? <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm originally from Dominican Republic, and I came to the States when I was 10 years old. And I think it's safe to to say that age 94. Okay. I'm gonna be 40. I am freaking out next year.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, it doesn't hurt.
2: <laughs> I've been saying it. I can't believe it.
1: Okay, so so your family came here. I take it. And you started school here in the United States. Go ahead, please.
2: I did. I started school here in the United States through a scholarship uh, to um, Boston College. And uh, my generation, of course, the millennial generation, unfortunately, got caught up with the Iraq War and the Great Recession. So, um, unfortunately, we couldn't, I couldn't, and my friends couldn't find jobs so i didn't i always wanted to come to florida and i was like you know maybe this was a good opportunity for me to go to florida um and you know i i went i wanted to go to the university of south florida but boston college gave me a a, a scholarship so i was like you know let's i'm gonna try it out so i um i came here and i went to uh, australia university because you know i was like now i have to give going to school because there's nothing else to do. So I got my master's in business and marketing. So right now I combine my two professions in what I am doing now. I help um, entrepreneurs, mostly people that come from um, Latin America and other areas of the United States and want to establish their business here. I help them. I'm bilingual. And um, I work uh, hand-in-hand with Prospera, and I volunteer and have participated in events with SCORE. So I have had a a passion all throughout my life, Uh, not only, you know, through my uh, business, but helping others uh, as much as I can. So now I use, you know, although it was by accident, (laughs) I use both of my... (laughs) in my specializations to help entrepreneurs with their multimedia marketing and business development.
1: What did you major in when you were at the Boston College?
2: I majored in um, arts and sciences and communication with a concentration in television production.
1: Okay, and that's uh, that was where it was. So that's the multimedia uh, side of things. That's the there.
2: multimedia side. Like Boston College... It's like um, very close to Harvard. So during that time was when Facebook was emerging, but nobody knew like, like we were the first generation, like the first set of students that actually had a Facebook account because you could only open a Facebook account with a .edu email during that time. And we also, and you could you only use your g a gmail account through invitation only, so I was introduced i was like the first <laughs> set of students uh, to to be able to enter but nobody knew like where it was where this was going you know so I kind of like entered that later on because there was a demand um in the market for it and businesses wanted it.
1: You know, it's to, <laughs> you mentioned the the time factor there. Uh, for Lucy and I, uh, we were on the, that sort of the, the brink of the computer era, right? When, you know, the computers, you still had the punch cards and the huge IBM machines that would take up whole floors of a building to do what you can do with a telephone yeah, now. You know what I'm talking only- about? You remember those days, Lucy? <laughs>
0: yeah, you you're making me feel really old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, though. Uh, so, so anyway, you know, we can we can relate to we can relate to that. And of course, uh, every
2: generation is different. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: But today, of course, the uh, the kids and I don't know if it's, it's I guess it's debatable whether it's good or bad, but certainly they they have uh, woken into a world of all of this stuff already in place. And just getting more yes. advanced uh, in a way, so um, yes, all right. So it's
2: like my child right now, my my son. Um, he's gonna be the alpha generation. He's going. He, he, my children are born in in the emergence of artificial intelligence, which we're gonna talk about today. Um, and so it's different. You guys were in a different, you know, media, and then I transitioned, you know, to yeah. Social, and they're gonna transition with my children, you know, to AI. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's like it's like the third generation, yeah. you know, the third generation <laughs> yes. more or less. Um, so you
0: know, what's amazing is that uh, this whole automation stuff is so fast that I can't wait. You know, right now when I ask for help for my nephew or something. Uh, you know his way You know he, he talks fast to begin with, and then he explains it, and then he figures you've got it in the first time. And I keep thinking, boy, I can't wait until this guy gets old, and his boy is asking him for. You know, he's asking his boy for help. I can't. You know, I hope to come back. Yes, this, right. this yeah. is oh, gonna well, happen. All right. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, we'll have to come back after this short break. You're gonna get avenged. <laughs> there you go. We'll have to come back after this short break with more of what's the score. Welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. And, of course, we always have the winning combination leading off with Lucy Polito. And then there's me, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Xanabel Mello-Orlando and uh Mrs Mrs Orlando <laughs> and she is yes. <laughs> uh she is a multimedia and business development strategist. You can check out her website at dot net. If you're listening on the radio, you can do that right now as a matter of fact if you're near a computer. All right, uh, we were t- talking about how you got to be uh to start Higher Dreams. When when was that? When did you start your own business here?
2: 2006. Like a week after I graduated uh college.
1: You and, you went straight um, into business for yourself.
2: I did. I did. It was one year open and then I had to uh close because of the recession and that's when I moved to Florida. But um I always remain remain active while because when I was going to get my masters I was still work on the business. So matter of fact, um in the transition of, of um, when I graduated from my master's, I, I also uh, worked at Full Sail University as a course director for four years. And um, I will do my business at night and during the weekend working. I had a, a, um, a contract with an agency in California and I will do projects for one of their clients was McDonald's in uh, Miami. So I will be working with the students from Monday through Friday and then um, and then nights and weekends, I will do the business until the economy, you know, went back up to its feet. And um, 2013, that was the year I was like, you know what? Things are looking good. Trends are going up and people are, you know, putting their life back together. So I think this is the right time for me to rebrand, relaunch my business. So I uh, resigned from Full sale and been doing my business ever since.
1: You know, and that's not unusual, Lucy, for entrepreneurs, uh, is it, to go through that sort of trial and tribulation to get to the success?
0: Well, it, it's not unusual, and you know, you you went to a full sale, I think you said,
1: and I, I know, taught
0: there, I taught. And, yeah. yeah, well, full sale is a good company, and it's totally computerized, also today. Yes. <clears throat> so. And uh, I mean, you're dealing with the future, really, because they're very advanced in a lot of things that they do. Uh, so that was uh, a good stepping stone, I guess, for you to start.
2: Yes, yes. I, 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 I gain a lot of experience uh, in the uh, when I was teaching the students. I was like, you know, now I am in the consulting. I'm teaching. You know, not 20 year olds, but, you know, 30 year olds and above to launch their business. But when the students, you know, uh, um, gave me their business plans, I used to review their business plans uh, like about 80 a month. And um, and now I write the business plans and marketing plans for my clients. So thank God I didn't have to write 80 of them, just review them, (laughs) but I can write those things so fast now, but I believe, you know, God puts things in your path to prepare you for what's to come, you know? So um, that was a a practice for me for what I was going to be doing (laughs) for the rest of my time.
1: Okay. So you got back at it and you said in 2000 and, uh, 13, you started again full-time? full Yes, full-time. Yes. And, full-time, yes. Okay. And then, well, then how did you do during the the uh, the COVID thing? Uh, were, were you at a point where you are already utilizing the technology that was now suddenly new to a lot of other people? Like, for instance, Zoom and I, things?
2: Uh, Full-cell was already um, had flex time. Uh, Full-cell was already uh, part, uh, half virtual and and half um in 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 person, so when that happened, I knew how to use all of the technologies. It wasn't you know something foreign to me, um, which helped a lot. You know, the only thing where I had a, an office in um, downtown Orlando, uh, in front of the Washington Street, in front of the Regents Bank there, and my team got really sick. Um, actually, I told the story with, <laughs> alongside my my core brothers and sisters that i i had to like pay you know i in one year of of you know my my rent and i was like man i've been through two recessions i was doing so well killing it and then again you know <laughs> that sometimes it's disheartening and you want to give, you just want to give up you're like man and and it's not it's nothing you can do because you're doing things right it's just the life you know
1: <laughs> sure sure <laughs> Yeah. So
2: it, it, it was a difficult time. My sales dropped 40%, you know, and then, but I I mean, I remained, I remained well, hopeful.
1: Well, that was my next question is, is how did it affect your business? Um, and you said it, it you took a 40% hit. So,
2: yes. And then how long? Because my team was sick. My, my assistant um, had, uh, she had COVID first. And and she got it so bad and was coughing so hard that she that she mildly fractured like a rib, oh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. like yeah. So I and then that forget it. I couldn't keep up with the projects that were left and clients were calling, canceling contracts because uh, I I in the multimedia part of oh, in the multimedia part of it is a monthly you know maintenance for their. Uh, website and their social media and stuff like that so they were either reducing their budget or uh, putting a pause on their contract so that was pretty hard uh, but what kept me afloat was um, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart so I, I have another business with my husband a uh, landscaping business and um, they were needed you know during that time so while that's that's good when you think about diversifying yourself you know as an entrepreneur, because if it wasn't because of that, I, I don't know what I would have done, you know? Um, and, you know, we were seen as a must need (laughs) essential worker, you know, for the landscaping, um, business that my husband and I have.
1: Yeah. It was uh, interesting how they uh, determined those sort of things, but, uh, how long did it take you to recover from the, uh, from that?
2: Uh, my gosh. Um a year and a half.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Uh, a year and a half. Well, I am, in, am on my way now. Like I'm not quite there yet, but I am getting there. Like this this year has been a lot um about um restructuring. I took the time too. I didn't I never stopped. You know, some some people are are paralyzed and, and, and feel down and depressed. I I mean I'm I'm not going to lie. I felt really sad sometimes, but I, but I never let myself, I never let my sadness and discouragement stop me from doing something, at least one thing a day. And what I did was that I, I restructured, you know, my, my contracts, you know, I updated my website I needed, you know, a, a, a additional work because more than 60% of agencies, they never update anything because they don't have time. They're always working on the client's st- stuff so i i did that so i i I accomplished a lot of things while i kind of like waited for for clients to come back and things like that but when they started coming back i was like you have to be careful what you wish for because now you get stressed out
1: yeah because of all the business that you got going on huh well that's that's good that that but you know that that sort of thing is is not unusual once again lucy in the business world sort of the cyclical nature of it right and this was a bad, you know, uh, you know, cycle in the sense of, you know, the, the the COVID stuff. But it was nonetheless, in a way, a business cycle where things slowed down and yes. then they picked back up again. Go ahead, please, Lucy.
0: Well, no, it you know, it's interesting because the uh, pandemic really did two things. Uh, one, a lot of businesses had to close and went out of business. And yet some new businesses were born yes. as a result of
2: the pandemic. And that's interesting. Yes 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 i i and and interestingly enough i have about 90 percent of my clientele are women for some reason i mean i don't advertise only for women but there's a lot of women that i'm a lot of women and entering more and more in the business world um and, and starting up their own thing um and that's another thing like the 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 behavior like of of the generation too, um, they want to do their own thing, which is it's bad in one place because they need it in other areas, but it's good for them because they get to do what perhaps they didn't think they could before the pandemic. So it's like a double edged sword, <laughs> <laughs> if you will.
1: Yep, yep. Once again, business often is okay. And then uh, you mentioned, of course, uh, AI. And, uh, by the way, Zanabell's website is HireDreams.net, Uh You can go there and see what this is all about. But you being a multimedia and business development strategist, um, uh, we're coming up on the break here in just a moment, but is, I guess it's safe to say that AI, just like pretty much everything else, is playing more and more of a role in multimedia, and yes. businesses and how they develop.
2: Yes, yes, it is. Um, it's going to become m- more and more co-penetrated into into everything that we do. Everything that we touch, everything that we do is going to have a layer of AI. And um, I use AI every day for my business to um, automate to streamline. To if I if I have a particular question about something, to help me um, organize marketing strategy, and everything like. But we AI, believe it or not, still needs human help. Like I have to train it to to learn how to help me.
1: Okay. You know, All right. So
2: that's why you have to double check everything. All right. Because well, at the end of the day, you are the professional. You are the expert.
1: Okay, that's what we want to get more into. Once again, we come back from the break with Zanabel Mello Orlando, and she is the owner, operator, CEO of Higher Dreams. That's HigherDreams.net a multimedia and business development strategist organization. Strategy is a big deal, man. I'm telling you that right now. So we'll take a break and come back with more of What's the Score. We are back. We are What's the Score? And we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. We really do appreciate that. you got me, Christopher Hart, and, of course, award-winning Lucy's, Lucy Polito of Score. And our guest today is Annabelle Mello Orlando, Mrs. Orlando, of Higher Dreams, higherdreams.net. And we were just, she was just beginning to describe to us how she uses AI. You used the, uh, the phrase, I think you said it was, uh, AI is going to be Co, what do you call it? Co-penetrate. In other words, it, it's going to be in everything that we do. Uh, yes. And and all right. Well, let 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 let's get back to your experience, and we'll come to that. Um, be, okay, because that that that's pretty broad when you say everything yes. that we that we do. So let let's talk about your experience yes. first. Okay. So yes. as you said, you were trained in multimedia, you know, cameras, TV cameras. Uh, you know, radio, this sort of thing, I take it, that's all, that fits under the multimedia umbrella, business development, that sort of thing. Um, Those are things that kind of lend themselves to AI, I would think. And so you're kind of on the cutting edge of what we're all going to have to get ready for. So tell us how it came to be that you you know, because I know that, you know, AI has been talked about for decades, but how did it come to be that you began to experience it in your business?
2: Um, Like, again, a year and a half ago, because AI wasn't going to be as ready as it is now until, like, 10 years from now, but COVID accelerated the development. And and I was involved, like, in the... um, like the, the meta universe, augmented reality, virtual reality and things like that. And and I was um working with a few of my partners and then um I was like, you know, all of all of this talk about GPT and and everything else in AI on social media. I was like, you know what? I am going to try it. I'm going to try and see, you know, how it works for me. And then I started testing it with different things that I that I do often. And one of those things is um, writing a, a marketing plans and business plans. So I started um, asking it to uh, restructure and organize the strategies that I had in my mind and to um, uh, give me the sources for further reading. During that time, of course the system didn't have access to the internet because it was restrained so it couldn't provide me with sources so I still had to go and do my own research but it did organize like if I wanted to create a a content calendar for example for social media or or write an an optimized article for my website it was able I was able to reduce my time by 50% I was able to literally duplicate myself. Sometimes I will complain in Facebook like, "Oh my God, I have so much work. I wish, I, I wish, I, I wish I could duplicate myself." And my wish came true <laughs> because I am so more productive now, and I have more time um, with my kids. I have two kids under the age of six, and I'm able to to be able to reduce my time significantly just because I have a literal a literal assistant um, that I am teaching on how to to help me.
1: Say say that last part again. Who is teaching you how to help you? How...
2: I am teaching a literal assistant on how to help me.
1: I see that so you're <laughs> it's assistant... like
2: training instead of training you're, you're uh, assistant... like a human.
1: Right. <laughs> that you had mentioned that before you had mentioned that before that 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 ai will still need that human uh what did you put interaction or input into yes. it yes uh, yes it, 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 is that a permanent thing though or is it going to be will the fourth generation of ai be that ai no longer needs uh, you know we talked about the three generations here is the fourth generation going to be that ai no longer needs that human element to it that it, it will have advanced to the point where you can do it on its own
2: yes, because we are we are teaching it like currently we are inputting we're teaching it and, and if 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 it gets it wrong, we tell it it's wrong and why and it learns you know so um, <clears throat> right now it's like a, although it seems advanced it's it's in its infancy you know um, and we have to check it all the time for accuracy.
0: How do you see the future of this stuff? I mean, where is all this stuff going to go? Is this going to be eliminating a lot of jobs? Do you think? I mean, you know, a lot of later... mundane
2: jobs, a lot of administrative jobs, a lot of repetitive jobs. That you know, so people should be preparing themselves. Like, if they're in in administration or jobs that are repetitive, they need to transition to do something else right now.
0: I can't imagine what else they can go to because everything is going
2: to be automated
0: anyway. So I'm thinking, I was thinking about this last night as a matter of fact, and I thought where are people going to work? Well, there isn't going to be any work really. I mean, there'll be some people that will become specialists such as yourself perhaps, but the rest of the folks who may not be up to par with all of the automation, what are they, where are they going to work? You know, everything's becoming automatic anyway. So
2: yeah, it's like anything you. else, I think, you know, every generation push, like it pushes you to, to develop other skills and to explore other areas. Like social media didn't exist. Like who, who would have thought that there was going to be like social media managers, content creators, and all this stuff that, you know, social media, all these other jobs, you know, that social media has um, created and it's available um, because it didn't exist. <laughs> and also uh, the job's. For IT, for the internet, didn't exist either. So I think that there is opportunities with AI as well. Although some things are not going to be, um, you know, uh, available for humans to do because of what, who wants to do mundane tasks? Anyway, just let the computer do it. <laughs> and well, then you can do other fun fun things, you know, with, with what you want to do with your time and make money.
1: Well, and and that is going to be the interesting to see is how that balance works out because, as you said, not only is it going to touch everything in our lives, but it's going to change everything in our lives. Um, how yes. we how we do business, how we live our lives on a daily basis, how we interact with one another. And the, the question yes. is, will that be for the better or for the worse? So, you know, a lot of people could argue that so far, social media has not been, uh, let's just say stellar at bringing people together. But it's done pretty good yes. at driving wedges between people. Um, now yes. to get but to get back to uh, AI uh, as it exists right now so basically anybody can sign up I guess uh, to you mentioned uh, chat GP was it chat Gbt GPT, GPT? Chat GPT. yeah that's uh, that's um Facebook's <laughs> or is that Google's I get them mixed up
2: That's a Microsoft.
1: A Microsoft. Okay. So.
2: GPT is Microsoft and Barb is Google. (laughs) Okay.
1: So I take it anybody can sign up like an app and, and utilize these things.
2: It's open right now. They have one version, at least for the Microsoft that is paid. The paid version has access to the full access to the internet and has other options. Um, Their labs, for Barb, Barb is the, the the Google version of the ChatGPT for Microsoft, and they're in competition together. I use both, but I I like the uh, ChatGPT better uh, than than Google. Google has a lot of which is crazy, like it has more mistakes than than ChatGPT, and and their their whole search engine was created by like. Scientists, like literal scientists, they organize the world's information. That's that's their mission. And I find, through my experience, that their AI has more errors than ChatGPT.
1: Now, you've mentioned that it makes mistakes before and more errors. What do you mean by that? You grammatical errors, errors in punctuation, factual errors, um, historical errors, factual, all the above?
2: Yeah. Yeah, all of the above factual errors because you have to double check. Like it, there is a case where where a lawyer and this is <laughs> crazy, a lawyer was was using ChatGPT to prepare for his case through the discovery, and uh, he didn't check it. He just you know took his case to court, lost the case because the system referenced items. And laws that were fake that didn't exist. So he he had to <laughs> put in a motion, you know, because you know he didn't check his work. So, like so what did he expect?
1: He trusted uh, he trusted that AI wouldn't have known what's in his own law books better than he did. I guess, and maybe maybe he doesn't yes. have law books. I don't know. Um yeah. but, but
2: I'm like who does that? Right. But, 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 but hey, you know, it's a great example. Isn't the same thing, you know, for us when we are um utilizing, we have to make sure that it's accurate, you know, that it that it cites correct sources, we double check, you know, with, with Google, um, because it, it can it can give you an error, it can give you fake sources.
1: <laughs> well, and, and in that, you know, is I, I suppose the, the, the tricky part of the danger part going forward that, as you said, because these things are trained by human beings, uh, they can be, shall we say, trained badly. And you, you mentioned Correct. that the one that makes the most mistakes is the one that you would think uh will be the best. Right. So uh, it it just doesn't kind of work that way. So anyway, uh, the real world is oftentimes different than the theoretical world. uh, That's for sure. And uh, so what uh, then you mentioned that uh, that that there are that there's both free access to this and then there's an upgrade that you you would pay for. Is that expensive to upgrade to? No, no, it's not
2: expensive. It's under one hundred dollars. You know, it's 50, 49 What you mean it, for a month? It's not. Is that a monthly rate? For the month, yes, yeah. for the month. It's okay. a subscription base, yes. Okay. It's it's pretty inexpensive. You know, if you find value in it, uh, you can pay for for the
1: okay um, All version. Right. All right. When we come back, uh, we'll talk more about AI, how uh, it's being utilized now. And how it's going to be utilized as we go into the future. So stick around for more of What's the Score. Welcome back to What's the Score. Got Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, along with our guest xanabel orlando of higher dreams before we get back to the conversation though i just once again want to thank you for listening and telling your friends and family about the show because the audience really has grown and the message really gets out to many more people and that's the advantages of using good old-fashioned radio and hopefully ai won't take that world over but uh you can still get your message out via radio here in central florida and integrate it with your online messaging by checking out salem surround just google salem surround ladies and Gentlemen, this is Salem Media Group Orlando, and they do all this integration right here in Orlando with experts right here in town who know this market and know the World Wide Web. So check them out. Google Salem Surround or go to surroundorlando.com. Or if you'd like to speak with someone by phone, just call 407-618-1760. That's 407-618-1760. Back to Xanabel. Uh first of all, you have the website, higher I take it that you utilize other platforms as well, being a multimedia strategist. What would they be? Yes, I do. Okay, what would they be? Um,
2: what... Yes, I like to do a small uh videos on my Instagram. My Instagram is Higher Dreams Team. Uh you can check it out. And also my TikTok, Higher Dreams.
1: Okay, Higher Dreams team on Instagram and Higher Dreams on TikTok. And did, did you Correct. mentioned during the break that you do? I, I guess these little hits on what financial news or something you said?
2: Uh, no, they're business and multimedia marketing snippets. Oh, so. uh, They're quick. They're easy. They're you know uh, one minute uh, long. They're a little bit longer on TikTok because now they let us uh, publish longer form videos up to ten minutes. So you guys can go there and check it out.
1: Okay. All right, Uh, just a quick uh, question about that. Uh, The snippets. uh, Do you find that uh, that gets the more uh, attention than the longer versions? Because you know, there's this you know attention span thing, right?
2: I have. Do you know what's interesting? Have I? I'm observing a trend of um, eh, people like in our industry, in the the entertainment multimedia industry, they're doing snippets like as as attention grabber on Instagram, and then people are running to, if it's interesting enough, they run to YouTube and watch the whole thing. Um, and TikTok is now decided that they wanted to compete with YouTube directly. So they increased their, uh, content from, um, 30 seconds to and then to 60 and now to 10 minutes so i've i've seen longer content now evolving to back to longer content for some reason
1: (laughs) okay everything's cyclical all right back to yeah it is cyclical (laughs) back back to ai so you're using it to help you uh uh basically write documents and and do things that you normally do in your business i take it that can any business utilize that sort of what about a dry cleaner what can ai do for a dry cleaner right now
2: (laughs) well i don't know what can do for the dry cleaner but as far as of of um like anyone that is into uh doing research um anyone that is maybe stuck you know in their business and is trying to find ways in which they can compete with, they com- with their competitors, they can simply input, input their competitors and what their value proposition and what theirs is. And then they can, you know, AI can tell them, maybe you should do this, you know, um, or or if maybe they have a, a hard time, like what am I going to post today? And they could have a content calendar for you, but you still need to ask AI the correct questions for your business. It's not like, oh, you know, let me put this or that. You still have to I think asking the correct questions is key. And um, if you're not using AI, you're literally going to be left behind because it's something that is not going to go away. It's not a fad. You know, it's it's something that is here to stay. Um, Of course, it's going to impact every industry in a different way. Very differently, you know um uh, chat gpt is for certain has certain functions but there's also other types of ai that can do video editing for you it literally does your whole video editing the music industry now is going through a lot of trouble because people are producing music with music, the musician's voice without you know um, the musician getting any credit for it so that's another battle that the music industry is going to have to fight after they Figure it, figure out the digital battle, you know, with Spotify.
1: Well, sure. Um, you know.
2: Yeah. So there's, it's just going to impact different industries in a different way.
1: And and therein lies kind of uh, the, you know, the mystery, uh, Lucy, is how is it going to impact these other businesses and change all of our lives? Because once again, it, it this is something that, as she said, is going to touch everything, that we do, what we're watching on on the media, whether it's TV, uh, I dare say, radio, and other platforms, they're all going to be utilizing this to some extent, and that's going to grow over time, and it's going to cause, uh, I do think, a, a sort of a social upheaval, don't you, Lucy?
0: Yeah, and you know, I wanted to ask a question, and that is, go ahead. Do you have a particular niche of uh, clients or or folks that? basically are now using AI and are they usually larger companies because small company, I don't know how expensive this stuff is, but I know that a lot of automation takes a lot of uh, creative stuff that has to be done. And I just wonder what is your niche or do you have one?
2: Um, Well, I usually help businesses that are, May, when they're starting their business or the stock, you know, and, and they don't know what else to do, you know, to increase their, their sales. And um, the other day I had a, a law office and the law office, their admin is using AI to connect to their, to their um, customer rel- relationship management system to relieve workload. Because, you know, paralegals have a lot of workload and, and when you have a small law office, um, your time, you know, and, and is, is dependent on how many clients, you know, you can take. So if you're if you relieve that time, you can take in more clients, which will lead to more profits, you know. So it's like a time saver for for a lot of different people. And I what I when I do the marketing and the business plans for them, I can identify systems for them. That they can inter- integrate the systems, and then some people they don't they don't they don't know you know which systems to use to facilitate you know their operations, um, and they don't know what type of uh, marketing strategy to use because things change so fast. You know things that are internal like that um, to facilitate um, and alleviate you know their operations and to also to help them increase sales. Okay. Uh, to change, you know, any marketing uh, things that they have been doing and have and it hasn't been working for them.
1: And by the way, you you told me during the break. I guess you checked. And uh, what is the cost per month for if you wanted to upgrade yes, chat? Yes, it,
2: it's, GBT is is it, it's twenty dollars.
1: Twenty
2: dollars $20 a, a month, and then you and then if you want to integrate that with other systems, you know, and your and your business those systems, they charge an additional fee, but it's not like crazy. You know, what is, what is going to take you more time is the learning curve, you know, learning how to work with these systems. um And, you know, you can go from there. I am pushing this a lot. I have, I have um, done the, the workshops and seminars in Spanish and in English, because I, I am a little bit of worry too, you know, in the Hispanic market, because they're all, most of the time they're very behind and all these things you know and um, afraid afraid and behind (laughs) yeah Yeah. those are like a a, a, um they delay in in adopt the the, the latest in adopting new technologies so um anyone that is not trying it, it it's gonna be left behind in their business i know that there's a lot of fear but you have to overcome fear you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories you have to take dominion um, of, of the situation and also uh, keep yourself guarded, you know, keep yourself guarded because it's still a system that, that can still be programmed to deceive people. We're going to see like deep fakes, what they call deep fakes um, used for propaganda in certain communist countries, and that's very dangerous.
1: Well, and, I dare um, say and we just have
2: to be v- vigilant
1: yeah there's there's bad actors in all countries and and I dare say that's what that's going to be what we have to be vigilant of is what you just said um for this being used vigilant
2: to, of your mind yeah, yeah. absolutely vigilant of your mind
1: absolutely but if you
2: have to do things with your work, you know uh just feel confident that it can help you maximize your your time, be more productive, be more competitive, because if you're two steps ahead of your competition, because you're faster, you're better, you have better strategies, you're going to take the market.
1: Okay. All right. Well, what we'll have to have you do is come back in a year or so when we're going to be in a whole different place with this AI and uh, maybe take it and look and review and then uh, project even then out and more into the future as you say it's going to become more and more involved in our lives uh basically whether we like it or not at this point so yeah indeed indeed well once again xanabel thanks for being with us higherdreams.net is her website don't forget you can find her on TikTok at higher dreams and then what was the one for instagram again
2: instagram is higher dreams team
1: higher dreams team on Instagram. And that's where you get the little snippets as she was talking about there. And um, so anyway, uh, we appreciate you being on the show today. While you're on the internet, please don't forget to go to orlando.score.org. Sign up for the excellent newsletter there. That's orlando.score.org. And if you'd like to make an appointment, speak with someone. Call them on the phone at 407-420-4844. Now, they will be off a couple of weeks, you know, during the holidays, but uh, they're there Monday through Friday. Otherwise, 407-420-4844 for SCORE, .score Orlando.score.org. So that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. Thanks so very much for that. And so until next week, that will be all for What's the Score? What's the score is a public service presentation of Salem Media Group Orlando, all rights reserved. This was a pre recorded show.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the
1: government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.